welcome to TTM Cast, your sports collectibles podcast, sponsored by SportsCardForum.com, the ultimate in sports card trading and discussion, and sponsored by TheTroveSportsDen.com. Come and hang out and chat with baseball pros. And sponsored by Diamond Service Grading, fast, accurate, transparent card grading for today's collectors. And now, here's our host, Jeff Baker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to TTM Cash, your sports collectibles podcast, where we talk TTM cards, autographs, collecting, and a whole lot more. My name is Jeff Baker, and I am your host of the program. It is season three, episode 47. Drew, I can't believe we've been to 47 episodes. It is Sunday, November 28th. We're almost done with November, uh, and you're listening to the Nationally Ranked Sports Podcast, co-hosted by my friend, Mr. TTM himself, Drew Pelto. Drew, welcome to the program. Hey, good to be on once again. Good to have a little time off this week and everything, but uh, yeah, right back to it here on the show. I know. You know, it's so weird. It's, it's hard to get used to that extra day, you know, the extra two days. Mm-hmm. And like, it was uh, Friday and I'm like, oh, shoot, it's Saturday. I missed Drew. I've got to record our show, but yep. it's really cool. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I did hope you did, too. We uh, I've actually had even more days off than just the two that I decided, OK, well, I have to I have to burn some PTO before the end of the year. So it's like, all right, well, fine. I'll take Wednesday off as well. I'm going to take the following Monday off, too. I've got a friend who's taking all of next week off. So it's like, all right. Hey, yeah, you know. This is the time to use it, I guess, if anything. But yeah, it's been good just uh, having some extra time. I can you know, sit home, play the guitar, and go through some cards and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's been good. Cool. Yeah, my kids are home, so it's really, it's really nice. My daughter's going back to school on Sunday, but we've had a, a great weekend. We had my brother and my uh, sister and my mother over, so it was nice. I don't think we've been together as a family since COVID, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was nice, nice to have everyone over, and my wife is the best cook in the world. So we, we, thank, we thank Paula for cooking because... She's the, I'm just thanking you for cooking, my dear, because you're the best cook in the world. And, and she really is. So we had we had a, a great Thanksgiving and uh, here is, you know, I, I've been lax on getting my TTM requests out this week, but I'm going to I'm going to really try in the next couple of days to to get it some stuff some out. Uh, we've got a great show for you guys this week. We have uh, I had really the pleasure of speaking with Mr. Chris Winkles. Chris is a TTMer and one of uh Drew's buddies out in Texas, and we talk autographs, TTM in person. We learn all about uh, Chris and his uh, famous family. His uncle was uh, Bobby Winkles, who was manager for the um, um, in the major leagues as well as um, at Arizona State. And we talk uh, all about Chris's passion for collecting, and uh, you know he started as a young kid we're, uh, collecting in person autographs at, at uh, hotels in the Texas area and. He's uh, he, he was a really interesting guy to talk to. So, Drew, thank you for hooking me up with Chris. I hope you guys enjoy our interview with, with, with Mr. Chris Winkles. And then next week, December, we're already in December. Guys got to start thinking Christmas and Hanukkah's, Hanuk- Hanukkah's on uh, Sunday. So happy Hanukkah to all our Jewish friends. Um, we got next uh, Sunday, December 5th, is um, Scott Rogowski. Scott is the quiz daddy himself. And Scott's going to be hosting a trivia online trivia event on december 15th and we will learn all about that from scott um we've got our all our regular segments coming up we've got baker's dozen we'll make our picks we have making the grade we have stamp of approval we have our burn wrap minute and we review our returns which are kind of a little low in 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 quantity this this uh, week but still good quality um i think it's holiday week and people are you know hanging back and i think we always don't get as many returns 
right around the holidays. Do you send stuff out during the holidays, Drew, or are you kind of... Yeah, I don't really change my habits at all uh, based on the time of year or anything like that. So yeah, I've still got something I'm going to be sending out here in the next uh, couple of weeks here. I usually go to about, I don't know, the third week in December, and then I kind of stop around Christmas and New Year's because I just don't think people are into it as much. But again, maybe they have time to, to send stuff. So um, we'll, 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 we'll review our returns. Guys, if you want to send any feedback, comments, or questions to us, you can text us at, at our text line at 978. 729-0662 or email us at ttmcast at yahoo.com See, I thought it was going to get pitched through sleeping on that one, but he, he was, he's always on it. He, he's, he's a pro, you know. So text us 978-729-0662 or you can email us at ttmcast at yahoo.com We love your feedback. Um, you know, you guys have been great. You're awesome. Our, our numbers keep going up. Um, so please spread the word. Let people know what we're doing. Our podcasts can be found anywhere podcasts are. We also are on online. We uh, have our website at ttmcast.com. We have uh, uh, the podcast is at ttmcast.podbean.com. We have an Instagram account, which is ttmcast. We have a uh, Twitter account, which is castttm. Um, we're going to, Drew does this YouTube. Drew, why don't you tell people about YouTube channel? Yep, if you just look for Drew's autographs on YouTube, uh, or uh, it's youtube.com slash Drew Pelto, or just go to dfwgrapher.com, and everything that I'm on is linked right there. Yeah, and then Drew and I are working on something very exciting for the new year, and we'll we'll, we'll let you guys get a sneak preview in a couple of weeks, but uh, just, you know, it's really cool. So uh, Joe and I have been working hard on uh, some cool stuff for, for next year, so keep in uh sit tight on that one and we will let you know um we're going to go right into our first segment which is baker's dozen baker's dozen is a news summary of what's going on in the hobby and there's all sorts of stuff even though we have a holiday week and black friday and thanksgiving and all sorts of things going on we're kind of closing out november getting into December, uh, my, my favorite, my, one of my favorite releases coming, the tops, uh, Harry and Chai numbers, wanted to remind people, they'll be out on Friday, December 3rd. Have you seen any uh, delay, another delay on those, Drew, or you think that that's still a good date? I'm actually scrolling through right now because I had heard, so. okay, yep, there has been delayed one more time. All right. It's now back to December 10th, so it's going to be delayed another week, but... I think that may just be for the hobby release because I have seen people breaking blasters of it. So it may be out in stores at like the retail level there, just not the hobby level. So uh, you can see another delay on it there, but you may be able to sneak around and find a little bit there uh, out at, you know, your Walmarts and Targets and such. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. I know we have no, no cards at all in our, in our Targets and Walmarts or, or you go there and they're gone in like three seconds. So um you know, I want to get, I'm, I'm hoping to get a hobby box. I don't know about you. So let's let guys. So we, uh, tops heritage high number for a hobby boxes anyway, is going to be now Friday, December 10th. Uh, and hopefully they don't delay it, delay it anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm getting really anxious, but that, you know, that thanks through for that update. A couple other updates. We saw TTM related uh, Jack Howell, who was a third baseman with the uh, angels back in the eighties. And did he play with anybody else? Joe, do, do you know? I know he played over in Japan with the uh, Yakult Swallows, but aside from that, I don't know if he played with any other uh, American or North American teams at all. 
Yeah, I remember back at, back in the day, I used to draft him on my fantasy team. He was a pretty good hitter, um, and he he uh, used to be free. Uh, he was free forever, and now he's charging ten dollars. So uh, you know the cost of, the cost of doing TTM keeps going up. These guys, you know, we can't fault them for for trying to make a buck on this. You know, pay, playing off of their name. So Jack Howell is now charging ten dollars. And one one other note that Drew saw: uh, Brooks Robinson, the Hall of Fame great from the Baltimore Orioles who uh, signs, t- probably signed as much autographs as anyone out there. Um, he's now 85 years old. Uh, he broke his arm recently, and he just can't keep up with the volume of mail that he's going, getting. So he is no longer going to be signing TTM. So I don't, I I would think now, um, I don't know, if did he set a date, Drew, that anything after a certain date, or he's just kind of letting people know? I think just letting people know. Everything I saw in a couple of Facebook groups, he was just enclosing a slip of paper that says, look, I'm 85. I've been signing for ages now, and I just can't keep up with the baskets of mail that I'm getting every day. So it looks like he's just done as of now. So if you're sending to him for an autograph, just save your stamp, save your, you know, whatever fee you're going to pay on it. Just hang on to that because you're probably not going to be getting anything back from it. So I'm hoping maybe he'll keep on doing some shows and stuff. I know he's always a mainstay at the national, it seems like all the time. So who knows? He might still be out there for that. He may still do stuff like that, but by mail, it looks like he is done with that. Yeah. And you know, the Nationals is going to be in Atlantic city this year, which is a driving distance from him. He's in Maryland. So mm-hmm. he may, he may do that. I don't think he went to Chicago this past year. I don't 100% recall, but um, you know, Brooks has been a great friend of the hobby. He's a great signer. Uh, please respect him. Uh, you know, his, you know, he's, he's just, a, he's really helped everyone out. So, if you haven't, if you drew it said earlier when we were speaking that if you ha, you don't have Brooks Robinson's autograph yet, <laughs> and you either don't want it or uh, you're you're you just started the hobby today, so um, you know Brooks is a great guy. Just respect him and don't you know if you send something out, you might not get it back. So you know you, you don't want to lose a, a Brooks Robinson rookie card or a card that you really care about um, to send it out to Brooks who's no longer signing. So we just want to let everyone know about that. Couple other things. Our friend Troy Rodgers has been on the show a couple times. Um, he is at TTM Autographs on uh, YouTube, and he's got a, a really cool video on uh, ideas for T cameras. So Troy has uh, been t- doing TTMs forever. He's got a couple books out there. Uh, check out his video. It's uh, at TTMAutographs.com, and it's gift ideas for TTMers uh, in this holiday. And Drew, Troy is um, always doing great videos so check out his youtube channel as well um i mentioned at the beginning our friend scott rogowski has got a new trivia show online trivia show and it is a hobby related trivia show and i did it um the last time they had it i played in it and it's really fun they break it down to kind of four or five different sections there's a baseball one a football one a basketball one and then kind of a catch-all one and then like a hobby related one and it's all card trivia it's not it's not it's not sports trivia and it's put on by collectibles.com and you can go to trivia.collectibles.com and it's collectibles with an a uh, to register you have to pre-register to get it get into it uh the show is going to be an hour it's going to be on december 15th uh, which is a wednesday at 9 30 eastern time 9 30 p.m eastern time it is an hour it is a quick hour they move the stuff along really well um and i think they have like fifty thousand dollars worth of prizes up, up for grabs i actually want a um a, a spot in a card break a box break or whatever so when i when i won it i got um 
And Mr. One, one baseball question, and um, it's fun. So they the, the questions are hard. They are they are hard guys, but it's it's a fun time. Drew, you should if you haven't done it, it it's worth signing up for. Definitely sounds good. Yeah, you just sign up. They ask you to download their app on your phone. Takes like two seconds, and then the it's you know it's basically an hour on the fifteenth. So check it out, guys. It's trivia.collectibles, which is with a a dot com. It's put on by collectible.com, and also also tell they have also some other um, sponsors. But Scott Rogowski, the quiz daddy himself, hosts it, and he does a great job. So check that out, and we'll have Scott on next week to to learn uh, all about it. We'll talk, we'll talk a little more about, about the whole, um, the show with Scott. Our friends at Memory Lane Inc, memorylaneinc.com. We, uh, their, their uh, fall auction is going on. It's ending on the 4th of December. They have 2,250 items, uh, all kind of cool stuff. A lot of vintage uh, cards and unwrapped stuff, wrap stuff, I mean. So check it out, memorylaneinc.com. Their uh, fall auction ends on the uh, 4th of December. Uh, we got a couple other things. I got a, a nice email. I got a nice email from a listener, um, and his name is Quinn, and he is from New Hampshire. And Quinn wrote that he is a 13-year-old that uh, TTM um, and politics and in-person autograph collector from New Hampshire. He loves listening to our show, and he's on break this week, and he's... Uh, uh, he sent out uh, 50, he's sending out 50 TTMs uh, on break this week. And he says, I found your show and I love listening uh, to your show and catch up on the hobby. And uh, he just w- wished us uh, having a great day. So I'm, I'm going to send Quinn a new TTM cast t-shirt when we get, get those out. We'll get those probably next week, Drew. But Quinn, I just want to thank you. Quinn, 13 years old from New Hampshire. And we love when uh, young people get involved. Uh, not much old farts like you and I, Drew. We love the we love when the young kids uh, are involved in the autographs. It was nice. I've been to a couple of in-person things lately, and in addition to the old guys, there's a lot of young guys that are that are into autograph collecting, and I'm sure you see that when you go out and do in-person. Um, there's a lot of hopefully there's a lot of young kids when you see them as well. There are, and I mean that's really great to see because that's the those are the ones that are going to keep this hobby going into the future and keep it as a keep it, I mean, and just keep it going for the time being. I mean, I was back at that age once too. I remember I started getting autographs and I was like, I, my first one was like seven years older. So, you know, here I am 30 years later, still at it and everything. So those are the ones, yeah. you know, help them out, try to keep them going in it, try to, you know, keep their interest in all of it. If you're out getting some in person, let the kids go if go first. The players are going to notice that too. If the player sees that, oh, hey, you let that kid in. Okay, great. I'm going to sign an extra one for you then too. So you know, just keep that in mind. The better you are to the kids, the better the players will be to you, and it's going to keep the hobby healthy and going for a long time. Yeah, and I know I talked to a lot of guys, um, you know, my age, your age, and they they have get their kids, they're getting to get their kids involved, which is awesome. You know, they're writing the letters, which is awesome. Teaching, teaching the kids how to write letters, which is a dying art, right? Yep. And then yep. it lets them uh, be excited about getting the mail, and then uh, getting passionate about going to the games, and it's just it's, it's just really cool. So Quinn, thank you very much for the letter. Uh, I just want to give one other shout out um, to one of our listeners. Um, this, this this guy has been listening uh, since we started. Uh, he listens every week. I think he said he's listened to every episode at least twice. So he's a he, he's a big big time listener, Drew. We have to take care of those guys. Oh, yeah. So he uh, his name is Sam Kessler. He is from uh, Washington D.C. area. He came up to 
Boston area for Thanksgiving and he reached out to me and him and I met up uh, on Wednesday night. We had a nice dinner, a couple beers and uh, talked talk collecting and TTM and talked about the show and talked about uh, what he does and our families. And it was nice to sit down making a new friend face to face because they're in quarantine and go not going to shows. We haven't been able to meet all these guys. So it's always nice to meet guys. Uh, hopefully we got, we made a, a new friend with Sam because we had, a, we had a, a nice time, but Sam just wanted to give a shout out to you again. Thanks for being a listener. Uh, sorry you didn't win, win our contest this week, but I I couldn't have you win the contest and and have us go go to dinner the same week. I'm I'm just kidding. It's just a random. I have no idea who's gonna win, <laughs> but but it was kind of it, it would have been a little fishy if if Sam won our won our contest week. But Sam, thank you. It was great to to meet up. Um, and again, we 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 love to you know if you're in the area, you wanna you wanna meet up. If you're going to a show, you hear us that we're going to a show. Let me know. I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely. I meet up with you and Drew's the same way. Drew's down in the Dallas area. If you're down in the Dallas area, uh, we all we always love to talk to passionate people and learn more about collecting and learn what they're doing. And you know, you know, anytime you talk to somebody, Drew, you always get an idea, right? Oh, I yeah. didn't know you did that, or oh, that's kind of a cool idea, or oh, that guy's signing. So the more people you talk to, the, the more ideas you get about uh, how to improve your collecting as well. So again, thanks, Sam. We I had a great time. And uh, next up is our picks, where our NFL picks. This is week 12. And uh, my friend Drew kicked my butt last week. He was four and one. Somehow the Ravens did not beat the Bears by six and a half points. But uh, Drew would have gone five and oh, we could have put this thing out of, it, out of its misery. And Drew, I've been talking to people and asking about if they like, my, like our pick segment. And everyone likes it. All right, good. All right. So I haven't heard one person say, nope. Stop it, guys! So we're gonna we're gonna keep it going. Cool. I'll Drew. I'll let you take the first the first game. The first game we have the Tampa Bay Bucks at the Colts. The Colts are getting three points at home, so that's that's like a a, a wash, right? If you get you get no, yeah, home is three is worth three points, right? Right. Well, so that would basically make it six then. In that case, if they're the six, home team right. and they're getting three, so so the I'm also getting three points in Indianapolis. What do you like? I got to take the Bucks in this one. I mean, the Colts. Look good last week against Buffalo, obviously, but is that going to continue? I don't know. I think that was kind of a little bit of a fluke. So, yeah, I got to go with the Bucks on this one. All right, I'm going to take the Colts because I love. I, you know, I love Tom Brady, mm-hmm. but uh, he hasn't been playing well the last couple of weeks, and uh, the Bucks defense is shaky. And I think the Colts. I, I think the Colts are going to win this game outright, and I'll take the three points too. All right, we got the Titans at the Patriots. The Patriots in, are giving six and a half points. Six and a half points to the Titans, who were a good team. I know they're missing a bunch of players, right? They had um, Henry was out, and they lost uh, They lost one of their wide receivers, right? One of the wide receivers was out. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Titans. All right. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to reverse jinx it. Take the Titans with the six and a half points. What do you think, Troop? I as soon as I saw something, okay, Pats can definitely take this by a touchdown. So I'm going to have to take New England on this one. All right, this is good. Somebody's going a lot of money this week. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our next game we have the Chargers, formerly San Diego, now LA, uh, at the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are getting two and a half points. Uh, Drew, this one's yours, buddy. Who do you who do you want? I feel Denver's just not that good. So I'm going to take the Chargers in this one. 
I'm going to be with you. I'm going to take the Chargers as well. I think that I think Denver's overrated. All right, next. This is the I think this is the game of the week. This is maybe the NFC uh, championship play, uh, preview, right? Yeah. We have the Rams at Green Bay. Green Bay is getting a point at home, um, and Aaron Rodgers is supposedly healthy. I think they have their whole team back except for um, uh, the running back, right? I think they're. I think the. I think the Green Bay's whole team's back. The Rams have been playing uh, pretty good. I think, did they lose last week? Did they play last week? I don't remember now, off the top of my head. I I think I may have watched part of that one, but yeah, I don't really remember. Did they play was. the Did they play the Cardinals last week? That's what I'm thinking. You might be right on that. Yeah. But yeah, the Rams are kind of. They've got a star a star-studded lineup now. Um, they're playing at Green Bay. Um, I'm going to take the Rams. Who do you like? I'm going to differ with you on that. I'm going to take Green Bay. Just Green Bay at home in this time of year is always tough, and especially with a team that's you know used to playing out in the West Coast. There, yep. I think that's really going to affect the Rams a lot. So I'm going to take Green Bay. All right, and Green Bay has had a, has a pretty good defense too. So. Yep. That, that, I mean, that's why it's a one-point game, right? Uh, yeah. And Monday night, we have uh, Seattle Seahawks are playing at Washington, uh, going across country. Washington is giving a point to Seattle. Um, Seattle, they finally got Will, Russell Wilson back. Their running game is ferocious. Um, I'll, you know, I think I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Seattle just because I can't, I can't bring myself to take Washington. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I just, I don't think, I mean, with a Monday night game, I don't think the travel is quite as badly affecting things as it would on a Sunday afternoon game. So I'm right there with you on Seattle on this one. All right. Well, we, that wraps up our, our picks for the week. Uh, let's see. What do we got? We have one, two, three different ones. You and I both like the Chargers. We both like Seattle. You've got the Bucks. I've got the Colts. You got the Patriots. I got the Titans. I forgot the reverse jinx and my Patriots win. And then you got Green Bay and I got the Rams. So, well, we'll uh, hopefully one of us will go five and zero. But we're we're twelve weeks in, Drew, and we're, we're proving we're we're not we're not pickers. We we are not procrastinators. Yeah. Exactly. Pro- pro- not procrastinators. Prognosticators. 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 Thank you. <laughs> it's too early in the morning. That wraps up Baker's dozen for the week. Next up is making the grade. Making the Grade is brought to you by Diamond Service Grading. Fast, accurate, transparent. Diamond Service Grading takes the mystery out of grading. They proudly have the best encapsulation in the industry with an amazing inner sleeve that not only protects your collectible investment, but looks great as well. Easy to submit, quick turnaround. DSG Grading is ready to grade your cards today. Visit dsggrading.com to learn more. Making the Grade is a, a segment about what's happening in the grading community. You know, I, I think the, the grading community guys, companies were kind of quiet. They've been kind of quiet the last couple of weeks, but we just want to remind everyone of our friends at Diamond Service Grading. It's dsggrading.com. They have been a sponsor of ours for a while now, and I just want to let people know what uh, they have to offer. They have a special $5 coupon that is exclusive to TTM Cast listeners. And the coupon code is 4HMUGTZG. Don't worry, you don't have to write that down. It's available on our website. Uh, but you can, anytime you, when you check out a, a Diamond Service Grading on any of their um, submissions, it could be their express submission or their statement submission, which is regularly $30. They're going to take $5 off each card. So it doesn't matter if you do one card, 100 cards, just use that 
coupon code at um, $5 off a card. It's dsggrading.com. The coupon is 4HMUGTZG. Um, the guys in Diamonds of Grading have uh, still, they're still meeting their, their 30 day turnaround. They have a cool thing where you scan the QR code on the label to view the details of your grade. They have these cool era labels you can choose. Uh, I think there's four or five different labels that you can choose. They do uh, all sorts of cards, uh, baseball cards, basketball cards, as well as Pokemon and Magic Gathering cards and uh, Dragon Ball cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They grade all that kind of stuff. So check them out. It's dsggrading.com and make sure you use the coupon code. We know, I know all our listeners have been, a lot of our listeners have used it and they've been raving about it. So check it out. DSG grading, you don't have to wait like PSA for a year and a half and you don't have to wait for Becca who's not even taking submissions. Check them out, DSG grading, dsggrading.com. Nat wraps up making the grade. Next up, we are gonna announce our contest winner. Where was the goalie this week? He, 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 he made sure he saved, making saves left and right. And we brought, <laughs> we have our contest line. We uh, had uh, our friends from sign.com, S-I-G-N-D.com is giving away one free video fan experience to any of their icons. And they have hundreds of uh, athletes and celebrities and music people that are available. And what, what you do, you go to side.com, S-I-G-N-D.com. You uh, register on their site. And then what you, they do is you get a free uh, video as what well, not free. Uh, you get a video and a fan experience, meaning you get an autographed piece of memorabilia in a video message from any of their people. Um, and it's really, really a cool concept. It's kind of like Cameo, but you also get the autograph experience. It's very personalized. You can give it as a gift. It's a great holiday gift. And um, they they were giving away one free fan uh, experience to anyone that they, anyone that they want. And uh, one of our listeners, Adam Jackson, who's the, uh, a longtime listener uh, from Canada, is the winner. So Adam, congratulations. We'll be sending out the information to you, but congratulations on winning one free uh, video fan experience. And you also get an autograph piece and it can be to any uh, athlete or uh, celebrity you, that's on their site. And uh, it can be, you can give it as a gift. Or you can keep it yourself, whatever you want. Check it out. Check out Signed.com. It's www.signd.com, and it's a really cool idea. Drew, hopefully you've had a chance to to check it out. It, they have a. It's a really neat neat concept. I did. I actually uh, was able to check it out a couple nights ago, and really excited to see that there are a bunch of former indoor soccer players on there. Everybody knows how much I work on indoor soccer autographs. So when I was looking through the list there, and Shep Messing pops up, I'm like whoa, hold on a second here. And yeah, I found like, you know, a whole bunch of these, I think former New York Arrows guys from the early 80s that were all listed on there. It's like, all right, I, I'm liking this a lot now. I mean, even, I thought it was a great concept before and then I see the indoor soccer guys and I'm like, finally, these guys are getting some recognition. So yeah, really, uh, really liking the whole site there. Yeah, they're, they're actually, you know, we're talking to to Howard um, Margulies, the, the president last week, we had him on the show. They're actually uh, in the future, in the near future, you're going to be able to send in stuff to get signed so right now they're i think they just they're doing pictures or cards or balls or whatever whatever they have as in, in uh but you'll, they're going to have an option where you'll be able to send in your card or your picture and have it signed and still get the video and one of the cool things about it is that they video the athlete signing the your piece 
So whatever it is, so that's kind of good provenance and, and it proves that the guy is actually signing what you're getting. So it's it's really cool. So you get a, you get a video message and you know, happy birthday, happy anniversary, whatever. And at the end of it, they show the, the, the they'll, they'll kind of cut it and then show the guy signing your piece. And it's really cool. And they, you can personalize it, kind of say whatever you want, but check them out, www.signed.com. Uh, it's S-I-G-N-D.com. And Adam Jackson, congratulations on winning a one free fan video expanse of your choice. So guys, check it out. Um, that wraps up our, our contest for the week. Um, if you guys, I still have a few uh, magnets, PTMcast magnets. So if you want a PTMcast refrigerator magnet, just send me your email. Send it to me at uh, your mailing address. I mean, send it to me at TTMcast at yahoo.com or text me at 978-729-0662. And I'll drop a TTM cast magnet in the mail for you, no charge. It's, it's a cool refrigerated magnet. I can send a couple. I still have, a, I don't know, probably 40 or 50 left. So get them, get them while, while we still have them. If you want a TTM cast magnet, just send me your uh, mailing address and I'll drop it in the mail to you. And that wraps up our contest line. Next is our TTM cast stamp of approval. I bet you're wondering who earned this week's TTM Cast stamp of approval. Well, stamp of approval is you know, just that we put our stamp of approval on something. Yeah, uh, sometimes it's collectible related. Sometimes it's entertainment related. Sometimes it's food related. Sometimes it's music related. It's kind of whatever we're into um, during the week, and we want to uh, pass on uh, the things that we're passionate about. We're also, you know, we love collecting, but we also there's other things that we're involved in. We're we're Renaissance guys, right, True? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, maybe we're not Renaissance guys, but <laughs> you you want to give you a sample of food, my friend? Yeah, I'll definitely. Uh, I'll start with mine here. So uh, earlier this week, I get a message from my wife. She's at work. She's like, "Do you like molasses cookies?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, they're really great." She's like, "Okay." Now, my wife is a baker. She's really great with making cakes and cupcakes and all sorts of really great stuff like that. But as she says, yeah, uh, my boss uh, might have me beat on some of these, uh, some of this baking here. She said she made these molasses cookies that are absolutely amazing. Like she said, these are among the best cookies I've ever eaten in my life. And I'm like, all right, that, that's, that's great. So, so she brings a couple home for me. And uh, yeah, can confirm. I mean, I like molasses cookies enough. These ones were absolutely amazing. I mean, I'm sitting here munching on one here this morning as we're recording <laughs> this here in between segments, you know, quick bite there and everything. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm a bit of a cookie connoisseur. I mean, you look at me, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, obviously. That's, yeah, you that's haven't missed many cookies. I had, uh, Exactly, me, yeah. Me and you both. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she uh, brought home two of those, or three of them, I think it was. And it's like, whoa, okay. Uh, you know, tried to go through them as slowly as I can, make sure they last, and then... Uh, Wednesday, last day of work before Thanksgiving, she comes home and has a bag of six more. It's like, perfect, done. Let's go ahead and wolf these ones down now. And, but uh, Did she yeah, get the so recipe? She has not yet. I bet she probably will try to, though, soon, because, I mean, yeah, these are just, they're, they are really, really good. So. All right, well, I'm gonna, you're going to have to send me a few, because yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> That's cool. Well, thanks, Drew. I, that, I always love food stuff, and you that I, I'm still... Uh, trying to make, I want to make that barbecue place that you talked about a, a while ago. I, that, oh, yeah. that, keeps, that keeps me up at night. I'm like, how am I missing that place? <laughs> well, if you ever get that approval, it's kind of two uh, movies that I've been, I watched this, this uh, 
week. I mean, you know, we're, we're home for, for the holidays and all the kids are around. So we've been, we watched uh, King Richard, which is the um, movie with Will Smith about the Vin Venus and Serena Williams. Um, it was on HBO Max. So it was nice. We all just watched it around in the living room. And it's a little long. It's a, probably a two and a half hour movie. But, um, you know, it was, it was interesting. It was entertaining. So I'm going to give my thumbs up to King Richard. It's a, a long movie, so you got to block off a couple, two and a half hours. But um, Will Smith is really good in it. And uh, the girls that played Venus and Serena are good. And, um, you know, you learn about their, their growing up and their, uh, their family and the coaches. And, uh, you know, it, it was kind of a Disney-esque movie, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> it, was, it was still good. And then we just, I just started, I, watched, I don't know if you've seen this, Drew, I just, we watched it last night, um, the first part of it, and it is the Beatles documentary, Get Back, and um, I watched the first episode, it's a three, it's a three-part episode, it's seven and a half hours in total, I think the first one was two and a half hours, we, we watched it last night with the kids, and uh, it, it's really good, I love documentaries, and um, what they did, what they did is they filmed this as a documentary back in 1969, when the the Beatles were going to uh, perform um, their, you know, their last show, they initially it was going to be a studio show, and they would talk about where it was going to be. They would talk about uh, they would do they were going to move into or someplace in Tunisia. They were thinking of having it, an amphitheater in Tunisia, and ultimately they ended up. This is where they played on the rooftop mm -hmm. of the of the bill of their the record building or the, the, the record company building in there. So I've seen the first episode and in the end of the first episode, uh, George Harrison quits the Beatles. Now I didn't realize he actually walked off. He literally walked off and he, was the, he wasn't gonna come back. This was like a week before the show was supposed to start. So it was, but it's really cool. You see uh, John and Paul writing all these songs, literally just sitting there writing the, the lyrics and the music to these all these great songs and uh you don't you know when the when they're playing them I'm, I'm asking my kids it's like is this the first time they're playing I'm like yeah this is like all these you know let it be all these songs that that uh get back all these songs that that you've heard a million times and they're they're, they're just like playing they're playing a tune and they're just like doing gibberish on a lot of the lyrics it's kind of how cool while they they put the whole thing together it was it's really interesting and you can see the whole dynamics of the band at the end and how uh, paul mccarty was trying to keep the thing together and uh you know john lennon when yoko was sitting right next to john lennon the whole time and it was just you could just see the you could see that it was disintegrating if they had a, had enough of each other but there was a just a nut there was still enough that they were having fun. I mean, you, Drew, Drew, you've been in bands, so you know. Um, you know, you could see that there were times where Lennon and McCartney would just be sitting there rifting and, and laughing and busting on each other. And but it was good-natured busting. But then it was all then all of a sudden you could see they were getting tired of Paul because Paul was like taking control of the band, and George Harrison was like, "Well, you're not listening to what I'm I want to do." And he said, "I enough." You know, it was just yeah, a great a great uh, show. I can't watch. Uh, wait to watch the second and third episodes but i'm gonna get i'm definitely giving a stamp approval to get back it is on disney plus i don't know if you guys have disney plus true do you have disney plus you don't have kids so right yeah we don't have uh don't have that one but i've been told by enough people now i mean you've you've said it a couple of my bandmates have said it it's worth getting to check that out at least so i might it have really to, is might it's, have to do it's that. if you're a beatles fan at all um 
it's really, really entertaining. And um, you forget that this is, you know, 50 years now. These mm-hmm. are these guys. These guys are old men now. You know, what I mean, they, and some are not even with us anymore. Uh, but you, you you forget, and it brings you back. They were all in. The, they were all like 28 or 29 years old, and you know, they're they're at their peak, right? They're those. That's when they were at their peak. Um, but they were, you know, they, they've grown as artists. You could see, as a musician, you 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 could see that they they had been they had been doing studio albums, and this was going to be their first like live album without all the multi-tracks and reverbs and all the other stuff. And they were kind of a little apprehensive and then I hadn't done it in a while and you can you can see they're nervous about it. And they literally had um, two, two and a half weeks to put this thing, this whole album together. They were writing all their new, all new songs, um, setting up the, the show, doing the whole thing in about two and a half weeks. And uh, it, you could, it, it's really interesting. So that wraps up. My our team has stamp of approval, and next up is our The Vern Rapp Minute is dedicated to Mr. Vern Rapp, who passed away uh, prior to me sending out TCM requests. And we kind of run down the list of people and sports and celebrity who had passed this week. So you're not embarrassed by sending out TCM requests to people who had passed. Uh, this week, we lost to some people in, in the world of baseball and a couple of celebrities. Why don't we do the celebrities first, Drew, and then we'll go right into the baseball guys. Uh, first, we lost Peter Ackroyd. You might not recognize the name Peter, but obviously you recognize Ackroyd. Peter is, uh, was... Um, Dan Aykroyd's brother, he was on Sunday Night Live, he was a, uh, a cast member and a writer on Sunday Night Live, uh, and his, I know his brother was a great TTMer and still is, um, and he was 66 years old. We lost uh, Art LaFleur, you might not recognize the name Art LaFleur, but Art is a, he's one of those guys, he's an actor that was in kind of everything, he was in MASH and all sorts of other stuff, he's a, uh, uh, he, he wanted kind of a character actor, and the two things related to sports is art played Babe Ruth in Sandlot, the movie Sandlot, which Drew, I'm not sure if you've seen Sandlot because you don't have any kids. Have you seen it? I have. I mean, that came out when I was about uh, 10, 12 years old or so. So I saw it uh, right when it first ran and everything and now all the reruns all the time too. Yeah, it's great. In fact, I was at the National in Cleveland and a bunch of the kids were there and I I got a poster signed by all the guys. So uh, there, you know, Sandlot's a big, obviously baseball and collectible movie and art played um, Babe Ruth in that movie and he again he, he was really cool in it and they also was in Field of Dreams he played first baseman Chick Gandell who uh, was one of the guys on the White Sox on the Black Sox he was the first baseman and he played uh, Chick Gandell in Field of Dreams so art has a couple of things sports related uh, he passed away he was 78 years old then we lost um, three really good cameras uh, in baseball First one, he was the 1955 National League Rookie of the Year. He played for the Pirates. Um, he played from 1955 to 1965. I think he played for the Cardinals as well. Uh, it was Mr. Bill Verdon. He was 90 years old, an awesome TTM or a great friend of the community. He also was manager for the Pirates, the Yankees, Houston Astros, and Montreal Expos. Um, always signed. I'm sure you've got uh, Bill Verdon's card signed. Yeah, I've sent him a couple times in there. But what's great, the entire all of those late fifties and early sixties uh, pirates. There's so many great signers on those teams. And yeah, Verdon was definitely right at the forefront of those guys. 
Yep. So Bill, Bill Verde passed away. He was 90 years old. We also lost um, Mr. Doug Jones. Doug Jones was a uh, all-star, five-time all-star. Sorry, it was a closer. He had over 30, uh, 300 saves. He played 16 years, which I didn't realize he played that long because I remember him as a Cleveland Indian, but he, which is now the Guardians. <laughs> and he played, he also was an all-star for the Phillies and the Houston Astros. He also, he play, also played for the Cubs, Brewers, Orioles, and A's. So he was on a, a bunch of teams, played 16 years in the major leagues. He was an outstanding uh, signer. I know he was, um, he was a very religious man because I think we always did something. He, he had a religious uh, Bible verse, right, in his signature usually. Yeah, he would write a PTL for Praise the Lord on all of his autographs. And usually he would include like a religious-themed card as well that he would sign. So, yeah. But a great, yeah, he was a great signer. And uh, he passed away with from complications from COVID. So, guys, COVID is still out there, uh, you know, especially for the older guys. Uh, Doug Jones, that was, that, that was surprising. I didn't realize he was, he was ill. He was only... 64 years old and then lastly i just saw this one um if the uh, ricky nelson who played for the seattle mariners from 1983 to 1986 he was kind of a relief pitcher fifth type starter um and he was a good good tea tamer and i i know he was on he's on a bunch of uh those 80 sets and 80s the flare 80 flares and 80 tops um he was 62 years old do you have a ricky nelson I I don't never sent to him at all. That was uh, the uh, early '80s. They were a little bit before my time on the stuff that I'm super loaded on. So yeah, I never had uh, never had mail to him. Yeah, he was one of those guys who was kind of up and down. He you know he he was he again he was like kind of that middle reliever. He kind of never never quite catch caught on. But I know he was a a very good TTMer, and, and uh, you know we lost him. He was 62 years old. Uh, so that wraps up our burn wrap minute for the week. Uh, our condolences go out to friends and family. We are sorry for your loss. And next, we will review our TTM returns. This week's TTM returns are brought to you by Sports Card Forum. Find players' addresses, see who's signing, and more, all for free. SportsCardForum.com, the ultimate in sports card trading and discussion. Well, it was a slow week for me, Drew, and I think it was kind of a slow week for you in terms of returns. I only got one. You got two. You want to do yours first? Sure. Yeah, I can give a quick recap on those. Uh, earlier this week, I got back my first ever autograph from a nun. That was uh, Sister Mary Jo Sobiak, who, uh, if you are uh, if you follow any of those, uh, the famous first pitch uh, cards that Topps put out there, she was the nun that threw out the first pitch at a Chicago White Sox game, I believe it was, and it was like absolute perfect strike out there. It's like, whoa, hold on a second. Where, where, where did they find her? Get her out in the bullpen there. But uh, they put a card of her in the uh, first pitch set and in the uh, Allen and Ginter set the following year. And so I had one of the uh, AMG cards. So I mailed that off to the uh, school that she taught at in Chicago. It took about a, almost a year and a half to get back to me because uh, in the meantime, since I had mailed it off to her, she had been sent down to Tucson to work with a, uh, I believe it's the uh, Tucson uh, area archdiocese, and she's down there learning Spanish as well, so she could try to work with the uh, Latino communities. And so, uh, yeah, she's been down there, but they forwarded all of her mail down. She's uh, signed my card, signed an index card that I had in there for some extra protection, and even sent a note back saying, wow, hey, sorry it took me so long. Here's what I've been doing. Um, I mentioned, uh, what was his name? There was uh, Burke Waldron. I mentioned him in the letter too, because he was, you know, the... Uh, 90 some year old world war II vet who was out there and threw a perfect strike of a yep. first pitch as well. And I mentioned him in the letter too. And I said, Hey, you know, it's really cool. Tops is doing cards of, uh, 
people like you and like him. And she said, yeah, I checked out uh, some info on him. Wow. It sounds like a really great, uh, great American right there in him and all that too. So yeah, I mean, she took the time to sign it and write back as well. So that's definitely one of my uh, favorite successes here of the year. So got her back first this week. And then a little bit later on, got my first one for the Tops Heritage Miners set. I mailed out about, I think it was 10 or 12 of those a couple of weeks ago. And the first one to come back is uh, one of your Red Sox guys, actually, uh, Blaze Jordan. Nice. Top prospect there in the Sox organization, sent to his home, and he signed both cards, personalized them both, and got it back to me a little, a little over a week turnaround on that. So not too bad on the speed there either. See, quality, Drew. You don't have, we don't have exactly. to get 100. We got, you got two quality ones there. That's kind right. of cool. Well, I got one, I got one return. This one was is definitely quality for, for me. Uh, I picked these cards up at the Shriner Show a couple weeks ago, and I got uh, 1960, 1961, and 1962 cards of West Stock. I had uh, found his uh, about West Stock. I knew West, so I knew who he was, but his granddaughter, his her name is Megan Range, uh, Megan I M E A G A N R A G E. Uh, she's on TikTok. Check her out on TikTok. It's Megan. Rage on TikTok, and uh, she posts these cool videos of her grandfather, West Stock, and she interviews him about his baseball career and about, uh, they did one of him signing cards. I was like, oh, I didn't realize he signed. So uh, he, was, he was signing some TTM stuff, so I uh, reached out to Megan. I'm try, try, we're trying to get West on the show, Megan and West on the show, and I, I, sent, I sent the cards out, and then like, maybe two weeks later, I, 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 they came back. So very happy, nice, very nice signature. And, uh, you know, check out Megan Rage on TikTok. Uh, they're really fun videos. Follow her. She, they, she's posts, she posts like one or two a week. She asks him about his career, about his uh, managing and uh, I should say coaching and talks about, they always show cool collectibles that he has, uh, rings and trophies. And uh, then show, you know, I said, there's a couple ones that they show him signing TTM requests. So, Check it out. They're, they're fun videos, but I want to thank uh, Wes Stock and his granddaughter, Megan. Uh, hopefully you guys are listening and you'll come on the show because we'd love to, have, love to have you on the show. But that, that was my one return for the week. As I said, I, I kind of have not sent any out in a couple of weeks now, and I'm going to try this week to get a bunch. I have to kind of play a little catch up. But that wraps up returns for the week. And next up is our interview. This week's interview is brought to you by the Trove Sports Den. Come and hang out and chat with baseball pros from past and present online. Visit thetrovesportsden.com and join in the fun today. As I said on the onset, onset that I uh, had a pleasure of interviewing Chris Winkles. Chris is a TTM and in-person autograph collector. He is from the uh, Dallas area. He's a, a friend of Drew's. Drew uh, brought Chris's to my attention and we had a, a nice talk we really learn about uh chris's history He's, he has all sorts of cool history and we talk about his famous uncle and we talk about collecting and we even talk we talk about drew lily bad bad mouth drew a little so you'll have to hear that one drew but it, next week's show by the way is gonna be dedicated to my rebuttal to whatever he says so okay uh, good stay tuned very, for that <laughs> stand 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 for that because chris Chris talks about Drew, and uh, we did we we had a fun interview. So please enjoy my interview with Chris Winkles. But first, here's a message from our friends at CSG. Have you heard? CSG certified sports cards are now eligible to be listed on Starstock. And for collectors with cards in the Starstock vault that need to be graded, Starstock will submit them directly to CSG, saving you time and reducing shipping costs. 
Starstock joins CSG's growing network of official submission centers, group submitters, and authorized dealers, which now includes David Adams Card World, Dallas Card Investors, Cade's Bulk Grading, and many others. Visit csgcards.com to learn more. Joining us on the TTM Cast Hotline from Texas is TTM and in-person autograph collector, Mr. Chris Winkles. Chris, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Looking forward to talking to you. I love talking to uh, fellow collectors that are passionate about our hobby, and I know uh, you've come highly recommended uh, from our friend Drew. So um, you got big shoes to fill here, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that, that guy's one of a kind. So he is. I call I call him Mr. TTM because he 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 TTM's better than anyone I know in terms of across most many sports and and uh, many eras and he's just has so many projects going on um are you like him in terms of, of your collecting or do you focus on something um you know it's kind of all over the place i definitely am mainly baseball whereas you know i know he does other sports even australian football things like that yeah. um growing up playing baseball and just kind of with my background um that's probably 90 percent I do like to send to the oddball Ginters as well. That's kind of another collectible I really enjoy uh, getting signed. Yeah, those are kind of cool. It's it's a different um, set, and there's all sorts of different uh, people that are out there, celebrities and authors and, and skateboard people and all sorts of stuff. Is that do you try to collect the whole set on on a Ginter, or are you just going for the different oddball guys? I just mainly go for oddball and and honestly, I usually just try to see the ones that are signing. Um, you know, that's pretty much how I do it. I, I'm pretty much a singles buyer. Um, most everything I buy, it's to get signed. Um, you know, that's that's kind of what I like to do. How did you start collecting? What did you start uh, collecting? I'm sure you, baseball cards is your first love. Yeah, well, you know, I was fortunate enough that um, my father used to manage the hotels the visiting team stayed at when they would come to play the Rangers. Nice. So I have, I was, you know, I was born in 74. Um, I have from probably 77 and 78, like scraps of paper signed by Frank White and Amos Otis and, you know, the Lone Ranger, Casey and the Sunshine Band all kinds of people that would stay there. And then uh, he got the the next hotel that was closer to the old Arlington Stadium. And I was probably about 11 or 12 then. And that's when I would run around the hotels. I'd go, I'd ride with him to, to work during the summer if I didn't have baseball practice or something. And people didn't know then yet that they were staying at that hotel. The next year it got cut off because the teams wouldn't stay there because there were some, unless you couldn't, unless, you weren't allowed to get autographs, but for that one year, that one summer, I was able to run around and, you know, the, you know, because the, the team stayed there, I mean, I'm meeting Harmon Killebrew and Al Kaline and, you know, they used to have the old timers game. So Joe Maggio, you know, so that's really how it started and just really piqued my interest. Did, were you always getting cards or did you get pictures or balls or what? Well, I mean, you know, pre-internet, pre it was so hard to find, right? I mean, it was hard enough to find out like, did they make any transactions and who was coming in with the team or who were the broadcasters? Who were the coaches? I remember buying like some sporting news publication before the season came out that would at least list, you know, all the, all the coaches. And it got to the point where I'd ask my dad for like the hotel sheet of like, who's coming in, you know, like, so I try to get ahead of time, but it was pretty much cards. I, you know, I have a few balls, but 
for the most part it was cards but yeah i had to go to my local card shop to get them because you know i'm not running on sport lots or ebay to to get all these so you know i, I wonder what it could have been like if i really had all the resources now but i mean i still wouldn't trade it for the world of course did you did you hold on to that stuff did you save that yeah. stuff or did yes i have i still have all that i actually uh, Drew sent off to uh, Beckett not too long ago, and so I sent off a few of mine. Like, you know, I have all the Ripken rookies signed, and all the Boggs, and you know, Clemens, and so I got the, all those slabbed uh, within this past year. That that that's very cool. And how do you display most of your stuff? Is most of the stuff in uh, binders, or uh, do you have in boxes? Most are, most are in most are in binders. Um, the autographs, the cards are kind of in totes alphabetically. But you know the good ones I try to put in top loaders, binders, things like that. Now you've gotten into TTM and lately, right? In the last yeah, I, you know the funny thing is I probably did a few back in '87 or so when I, I I don't remember the book I bought, but I did a handful back when I was 11 and 12 and got some cool ones like Carl Hubble and Chuck Connors and Roger Staubach back then when when he was really signing them. Um, <laughs> but, uh, about 2009 2010 i started back up with my uh my oldest nephew and we started getting into it again how many uh do you send out a month now you, you're pretty consistent yeah well especially since you know i i fell off for a little bit because i would uh ip so much at i guess it would be the second ranger stadium not this new one okay. and and that was great but this new one and then also with the pandemic the new one's so not autograph friendly that it's kind of gotten me back into it but i always try to do i mean i try to do 20 30 a month if possible and are you still uh, primarily baseball and are you collecting any sets or are you working on anything special pretty much i mean i will say the other thing i, I definitely like the prospects of baseball so i probably do a lot more baseball prospects that haven't made the majors yet especially kids that grew, uh, grew up here in the dfw area or you know, played at a Big 12 college or something like that. But yeah, it's pretty much baseball. I mean, though, there's a handful of football here and there, but it's pretty much baseball then with some Ginter on the side. You have a, a, a famous uh, relative, the last name baseball, uh, as a baseball connection. Your uncle was Bobby Winkles, who was a manager in the major leagues, managed the Angels, a bunch of other teams. And uh, I think, was he a college manager as well? Like you said, Oh, yeah, I mean. Arizona. Yeah, that's to be honest, that's probably his most success because at the MLB level, he really, you know, he had pretty short tenures with the Angels and the A's. Uh, but at Arizona State, uh, he won two World Series. Uh, he was there from 59 to 71. And that pretty much got him his MLB gigs. And then, you know, between he was on uh, LaRusso's first staff and with the White Sox. Um, and then ran director of player development for the White Sox and then went with the Expos for a while. I mean, he was a career baseball guy and uh, you don't see a lot of Winkles. So that name definitely does stand out. And that is one I probably try to do also like send to some S Expos or some other players that maybe have played that played for him or went to Arizona State. Has that helped you at all? Oh, yeah, most definitely. You'll get most of the time they'll actually send back the letter and write something at the bottom about what a good man he was. And, you know, he, he passed away last year. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely helps. Yeah, I know I had uh, Lenny Randall on the show a little while ago and he, go, he raved about your uncle. He he loved playing for him. He was he was very effusive about um, 
what a great manager and great man he was. That is one interesting man also, Lenny Randall. I uh, met him, I guess it was two or three years ago. They invited all the former number sevens of the Rangers when they retired Pudge's jersey. And so Lenny was there and, oh, he's he's got some stories and he'll write all sorts of stuff on your card when he signs it. Yeah, he was great to talk to. And it was funny because I sent him a request and I think he called me like maybe a day after I got my request back or something. And yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, okay, yeah, we'll definitely have you on the show. I'd love to have you on the show. This is before I hadn't even asked him if he would be on the show. But, uh, I, you know, I learned so much about him. And he was a he was a great storyteller, obviously, telling about his time in Italy. And, um, he, you know, taught, playing with Reggie Jackson and playing for um, Ted Williams when he started came up. And he was just, he was just a great storyteller. Yeah, most definitely. What are some of the interesting interactions you've had with players? It did you know? It's one of the things that that I've learned. Kind of, I've started having more interaction with players, and every once in a while, I'll have interaction with a player that I was a real big fan of, and either it becomes a negative or a positive because it you know it kind of it pulls back the curtain. Did you have, have you had any interesting or, or positive interactions with players that you were, were fans of, or or that you became a fan of because of your interaction with them? Yeah, most definitely. You know, one of the things also about um, where my father worked, that once I became of age, that was my first job. So my summer job, my, you know, was either the very first one being a busboy in the restaurant, you know, and taking away, I think he was then like a second year Randy Johnson's fajitas or, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but also being a bellboy then the next year. So we would show up sometimes if the, the plane got in late, you know, you're talking about 2 a.m. that you have to show up to get all the luggage off the, the truck that would then come in. And now at this time, and especially in Arlington, there's not a lot of places around. So I think it was, you know, we were talking about 92, I think, probably about that time, 92, 93, and the Orioles are coming in late. It's 2.33 in the morning. And you could tell he had a couple pops on the plane, but uh, Frank Robinson was really hungry. And so here I go, you know, 17-year-old me leading Frank Robinson, into the uh, hotel kitchen to make some cold cut sandwiches. And, uh, you know, I'd always heard some not too nice things about him yep. uh, in interaction, but of course, well, one-on-one -on -one at 2.30, if you've got some, some deli meats, he's gonna be your friend. And uh, <laughs> that was a pretty good one. And I've, you know, I've, we had some others where, oh, you know, if I was the 7 a.m. shift, well, someone showed up at 7 a.m. and he'd had a late night and he needed help getting in his room because he didn't have his, key on him um and that was one uh, i think that would be eric king a former detroit tigers pitcher um and then i would typically get off at 3 p.m and so about 3 p.m uh, a, a well-rested eric king came back down in the lobby and gave me a nice 20 dollars tip for letting him in his room uh, that's cool did you see any indiscretions you don't have to say names but did you oh. see anything that you kind of turn had to, had to turn your your head so to speak you know, honestly, no, I heard things, you know, you'd hear about some guys that would um, check in under, you know, there's a alias and they might have some some ladies call up there looking for them because, you know, they either owed them money or maybe had an offspring with them and couldn't get a hold of them. But that was about it. For the most part, everyone was was pretty, pretty good. And it was a lot of fun. Have you noticed that I know you're, you're still doing in, in person, right? You and, and Drew and some of the guys there, you're still doing in person? 
when I can now, I mean, what I will say is at the major league level here, it's completely changed. It's almost non-existent and impossible to get, you know, Drew and, and a couple other buddies, like it hasn't really changed that much at the minor league level. So, you know, if you go out to Frisco, the double A team, um, you can have some pretty good success. Uh, major league, the way they've done it with the nets and uh, the, the height of the walls and access, they won't even let you down there. Um, it's just really difficult. Do you feel um, different asking for kids nowadays um, for their autograph as opposed to when you were a 10 or 11 year old kid and you go out, you would go up to a grown up and ask them for an autograph. Now you're a, you're a grown up and you're, I mean, you got gray in your beard. I'm looking at you just like me. Right. <laughs> right. We're, a couple, we're a couple old guys. I, I feel funny sometimes asking for, a, you know, 18, 19, 20 year old kid for their autograph. Is that weird for you? Most definitely. It probably limits um, the amount of times I go now. You know, I only went to Frisco once this whole season. Now I do. It does help when I bring the eight-year-old along. Uh, that's kind of a game changer. But even then, you know, he doesn't necessarily know all of these guys. Um, I, I, yeah, I definitely don't do it as much as I used to. And yeah, it is kind of weird when, you know, you get a major league player to sign and then they say, you know, thank you, sir. And they, they call you, sir, back. And yep. <laughs> that's always uh, somewhat humbling what are some of the returns that you've gotten recently uh through the mail wow i guess i'd say um i did get uh 1958 heisman winner pete dawkins which was nice enough he's uh he was the running back at army brigadier general and he actually sent back with his own postage a nice eight by ten uh personalized to us with heisman um, some ginters uh tj lavin uh, Jeff Carlson, one of the Hanson brothers in Slapshot. Sure. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to get, I, I did find like a couple of the 82 uh, rookie stars that I maybe got one or two done back in the 80s and they were in my binder. And then I'm like, oh, wow, the person I need to finish it still signs, um, you know, and was, you know, probably wasn't even on the team at that time. So I have finished a couple of those, uh, you know, the, the three, the triple cards. Yeah, eighty-one and eighty-two. So I finished off like an Angels one, and who was, um, on, I, who was on that one? It's uh, John Harris, Ralph Bodding, and I forget who the third was. But I had Harris from um, the indie days. You know, we used to also have an independent team. Yeah, that's kind of how we used to have the Grand Prairie Airhogs, Texas Airhogs. Which, funny enough, uh, two of the Atlanta Braves pitchers pitched for uh, Tyler Madzik, who's a great guy. And uh, Chris Martin, both are former guys. So Madsen came out of nowhere, didn't he? Oh yeah. No, I mean Madzik, and you know Madzik's last year here, he was one of the few Americans because it was mainly just Chinese players on the team, and he was to the point where he actually would ask to keep some of his cards because he'd trade them and give them to some of his teammates. But that's it's that's a great guy to root for, and and those are kind of what I do now. You know, yeah, I, I like the Rangers, but. You know, as I get older, I'm more of a fan of players, you know, more of I want to see this guy do well because I know he's a good guy. And yeah. How about a, how about uh, all stars or Hall of Famers? And have you gotten any back to, uh, you know, the Heisman Trophy one was a good one. Any anybody, uh, any of the big names? Oh, I'm trying to think. I sent so many out. Um, I don't not that I can think of off the top of my head. No, I mean, do you, do you have anyone that, that you really like to get before the end of the year that I, that somebody that's really on your wish list? I want to get a couple more of the Ginters. Like I know that, um, 
Sarah Spain is signing. And I mean, like I said, I just like getting those odd, oddballs. They look really cool. Um, you know, it, it's always hit or miss. And to be honest with, with the internet now, I feel like once I see a success of a really good player, I better hurry because those windows get jammed and they shut so close um, and they shut so soon and then just get shut. So, I mean, you know, when Harold Baines was signing, that was great. You know, I was able to get him. Yeah. Um, I think that was maybe a little over a year ago. And and it is nice and refreshing refreshing to see some of the ones that are, are doing it for a pretty modest payment. You know, I still need to send off to Mazarowski and, uh, you know, some of those other guys that are, 10 you know five or 10 that are definitely worth it for you know a hall of famer yeah guys like jim palmer and brooks robinson and so right. there's still some guys out there that will will sign for ten dollars i think wade Boggs is what twenty dollars now and i think it, yeah it might be 20 for a rookie i thought it was still 10 for just yeah and i jim rice i think he upped it to yeah rice so. and i think he, he's 20 bucks but there are there are still a lot of guys that are affordable do you go to shows at all i do not i do not um I, you know, I, I've been meaning to, but once again, with a, with an eight-year-old that plays baseball and hockey, uh, our fall has been pretty busy right now. I, now, I think I will be able to uh, IP after a, uh, after a hockey game this Sunday, which is kind of funny because he plays as, at the same time as a, a former Maple Leaf and uh, Blue, who's, uh, his name's Andy Wozniewski. Um, he, okay. coaches, he coaches his son's team, and they actually play at the same time on Sunday. So I, was, I managed to find a couple cards to uh, try to get afterwards. Wait, you mentioned a couple of places. Where do you get your cards? Do you go to local card stores? Or do you I mean, I'm mainly a sport lots guy, to be honest, because um, pretty much what I'm buying, I'm sending TTM or going IP. You know, I don't, I'm not a set collector. I don't really build sets. I, if I'm buying it, I want it signed. And if I don't get it signed, then I'm probably putting it somewhere and who knows where it is. Do you buy any of the new stuff? Do you, do you rip any of the new stuff? I do. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I got some, uh, I did buy a couple of those. Uh, I think tops just put out a Mickey Mantle uh, yes. collection. Uh, so I, I bought a couple of those before uh, they sold out. And, um, you know, I, I try to get some Rangers just because, you know, we tend to see them, you know, every so often, and then hopefully they'll have some more appearances, um, you know, this, this winter, maybe. Do you send a spring training at all? I didn't this past, but I usually do. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good one to hit. I think, you know, I think it's a chance now to, to get a few that you normally wouldn't. So I do, but not like some, I mean, I see some that I can only imagine how much they're dropping and I just, you know, the success rate just doesn't seem that high. Um, I try to, you know, I, I know it's fun to take a flyer and it's kind of like a, like a lottery ticket, um, at times, but, um, at the same time, I, you know, I, I kind of want to get them back. So. I'll send maybe 15 or 20. Have you gotten back to doing any of the hotels? I know you were talking about doing the hotels. In one no, year. I mean, I've never really, no, not since I was a little kid. And then, like I said, uh, the next year we had to stand outside and, you know, on the kind of outside the property. So that, that ended pretty quickly, but pretty much, um, you know, I do, I do, we do have some colleges around, so I'm able to, to kind of hit some college games before and after uh, when they get off the bus. So that's the one nice thing about DFW. And then also um, there's, you know, so many people that live here, past players that you'll find a lot at either like a local high school game because their son's on the team. Like when, you know, Bobby Witt Jr. and uh, Bessie Greer's son were all on the same team here for a while. And that same high school had like 
Rafael Palmeiro's kid on it a couple of years before. So, you know, that's a nice thing uh, when you try to hit those and there's only one or two you're going for, but there's not going to be other people there. So it's, it's usually kind of shooting fish in a barrel, so to speak. Do you collect any sports memorabilia as well, like tickets or uh, ticket stubs or um, programs or anything like that? No, not just, I mean, except for things I got probably when I was a little kid from going to an old Ranger games or whatever. I don't really have a lot of memorabilia. I mean, I have a decent amount of baseballs. I did that for a while, TTM. Um, but yeah, not really anything like game use. That's, that's too rich for my blood. Do you have something that, that's a favorite item? Something that if, you know, if the, God forbid, if there was a fire in your house and you had it, your kids were out, you had to grab one thing or one, one or two things, well, what would you protect? What, 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 would, what is irreplaceable in your mind? Not most have, valuable, but. Yeah, well, I, I have about five DiMaggio autographs, one on a baseball, one on a book. Nice. Um, and a couple mantles and those are, you know, and, and they're actually from in person. So they mean a little more. Um, so those are definitely ones that the, the eight, you, eight year old will be getting and won't be getting sold unless, you know, I really need to pay for hockey. What did, what did you, what do you have the mantles on? Were they on cards? Are they on? Yeah, I have a 62 tops, um, sign. And then I have, um, it's kind of like he used to endorse an insurance company and they made like a five by seven of them. And okay. uh, I have one of those signed. That one's personalized. Um, but then I have a tops that's pretty nice. Um, the DiMaggio's are, I don't, I think it was like an 81 set that was kind of black and white that they did a bunch of le legends of. Um, and I have that. And then I think uh, they, you know, like a Pacific um, that he has, you know, the silver kind of Pacific legends. Um, and a couple other, you know, they're reprints, nothing, nothing old or super great, but yeah, that definitely something I'll always remember. I met DiMaggio at the 87 national. It was in Oakland. And okay. so they had a din they had a dinner and he was one of the guests and boy, was he grumpy. He <laughs> yeah, he, I was one-on-one -on -one. there was, it was a lunch luncheon at the hotel and it was on the second floor. And my dad let me stand there by myself and no one else was there. And like I said, I was 11 and that's probably why it went as well as it did. And yeah, he didn't say much, but yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he, he, this was like, you know, there was all baseball people. There was probably a room of maybe a couple hundred people and he was sitting at a, up on the di of the dais and, you know, it was after dinner. And I think I was, I would, I just graduated college and it was sort of, it would have been 87 and my brother had just graduated high school and we went out there. That was our, our graduation present. So we went out there and there was a dinner. We just bought the dinner. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. You know, we were two, two stupid kids. And so we bought it and then DiMaggio was there. So they gave away um, first day seals, um, you know, um, postage seals so for the national. Right. So we had, I had him sign an envelope and I had him sign a picture. And um, I think my brother had him sign a ball and he was just like, just give me that, give me that thing, kid. You know what I mean? He, <laughs> how about how was mental? Was mental? Was mental? I guess was, it was pretty good with fans. Yeah, he was good. This was uh, same thing as the hotel lobby. Um, you know, it was in the winter time, so I kind of knew he was going to be there, but not a lot of people recognizing him. So I kind of got lucky. But at the same time, you know, I was eleven or twelve, and I think it was eight in the morning, and I'm one on one with Tom Seaver, and he basically told me where to where to, where to go shove it. So. <laughs> you know, everyone's different, so to speak. Uh, that's funny. Well, uh, if you like Mickey Mantle, uh, a gentleman named Tony Castro wrote a book. It's, uh, it's called Maris and Mantle, and it's all about their chase to break um, Ruth's record. And it's a great book. I would check it out. It's, it gives you a real um, insight 
to both of them, to Roger Marist and Mickey Mantle, and gives a background of who, you know, how they how they uh, grew up and what formed them as as men. And it's a really good book. Nice. Check it out. I'll have to check it out. So we're talking with Chris Winkles. Chris is a TTM and autograph collector. He is uh, from Dallas, Texas, and this is part of our uh, collector's corner. We love to talk to people that are passionate about collecting, and Chris, Chris is very passionate about collecting. Chris, are, are you on social media at all? Do you have a... a yeah, I have a uh, Twitter account. Do you uh, post stuff on that's your... Mainly, that's mainly where I do it. I, I try not to list too many autographs, you know. Every so often I'll list some, I'll put something up there, I'll post something, but... Um, yeah, you can check me out at uh, it's CW at RL Baseball 13. ARL Baseball 13. Okay, cool. Chris is on, on Twitter. Um, you know, I, I think the internet has changed how we collect as autograph collectors, right? It used to be so hard to get information and how to get addresses and who's signing and who doesn't. What are the, some of the sites that you use um, to determine who you're going to send off to? SCN is my big one, uh, yep. just for not only information, just I think uh, the, I guess the amount of information, right? There's so many users uh, and so much information. I feel like that's the one I, I use the most. Um, but, you know, I, I use Twitter just depending on some of the people I follow. I mean, Drew's always putting stuff on there and, you know, he's got a lot of friends that are posting. So I'll, I'll kind of keep my eyes open on that. But um, that's pretty much the two I mainly use. Do you take a chance sometimes and send stuff off that people are that aren't signing quote unquote? Do you, is there some you see a card and you're like, oh, I'd like really, really like to get that signed, and and do you take chances? Not as much now. I, I did in the past. Uh, sometimes I feel like I did it more often. I feel like I've gotten a little more uh, risk averse. <laughs> but um, you know, I mean, I guess the biggest one would be you know the 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 multiple ones I try when you already have one or two done. And you're not necessarily sending a fee or anything. So that's kind of like, well, I mean, are you okay with this never coming back? And I mean, most of the time I, I am, but you know, there's some, there's some good ones that I probably have one of the guys signed that I'm still not going to send it because I, I don't want it to get lost. Do you send off, like I only, I'd say 95% of what I send off are doubles. I, I if I, I try to go by the, 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 statement that if i i don't care if i lose it or not you know what i mean because you know you're not going to get everything back yes I, I would say a lot are doubles but but right i'm completely okay with it not coming back because i mean if it i mean well i want it to come back but i'm okay i'm going to take the risk and you know right. that's why i bought it you know otherwise i just I, I wouldn't even buy and i wouldn't have tried so like i said that's the main thing with my collection is pretty much if i'm getting it it's to try to get signed so i'm going to try it how many how many cards do you send off uh, to uh, an athlete? Um, one to four. I won't go over four. It's typically three is probably my main number. But the older ones, I usually I might only do two because they're going to be a little pricier to get. You know, like but you know, by getting like late fifties and sixties commons versus you know nineties and current commons. Do you handwrite your uh, letters? Yes. And what do you put in your letter? Do you have anything, any, any tricks? Um, well, one thing that helps is if you have an eight-year-old address the envelope, <laughs> that, that tends to help a little bit. I, I, I tend to do that with the, uh, the prospects, you know, like the, the minor league guys. But um, no, nothing. I mean, 
you know, a lot of times it's someone I saw play or, you know, I might look something up or, or that maybe they didn't play for Bobby Winkles or on a team, but they crossed paths, you know, like uh, they were on the 83 Red Sox when he was with the White Sox or, you know, something like that. Just try to like the, I guess you would say the, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon but yep. with Bobby Winkles. <laughs> so. Does, is your son very excited about getting the mail? Is he? Um, yes and no. It, it, I mean, he wants me to do more hockey because that's his passion, um, yeah. which are a little bit harder because that usually requires foreign postage for, you know, most of the big ones. Like we have that's gotten. That's Drew's specialty. Right. Oh, yeah. He'll send it to no Czechoslovakia and Sweden yeah. and Russia. He, he's all over the world. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're, we're, get, we're getting big if we're venturing out to Canada. I think we've done that like four or five times now. And that's a big deal. And um, so, yeah, I mean, sometimes he likes it. I mean, sure. I mean, if he's heard of them, but he, like I said, he knows way more hockey players than he does baseball. So a lot of times he just looks at me like, what are you going to do with these? Does he just, your, your wife the same way? <laughs> Does she shake her head and say, what do you got? What are you, what are you doing? Well, I live with my sister, but she just, yeah, she's constantly just wanting me to clean up. So, <laughs> yeah, got so you. that we can well, eat as a family. I agree. Well, uh, Chris, thank you for your time today. Is there anything you want to add before I let you go for the, for the day? No, no, I appreciate you having, having me on. And it's always fun to reminisce about, you know, old times. I, like I said, I, I didn't have the internet back then, but some of those experiences I wouldn't trade for the world. And, you know, it, it just made me feel good about those times I did go up with my dad and spent all day with him. And those were, those were, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it's a fun hobby and I'm glad you're getting your eight year old into it. And, uh, you know, it's great, great to get him to write letters and, and uh, I, you know, get be excited about something. So keep up the good work. It's a pleasure meeting with you and, uh, you know, please stay in touch. All right. Thanks a lot, Jeff. All right. Thanks, Chris. Have a good one. You too. Well, that wraps up another edition of TTM Cast. We are your sports collectibles podcast where we talk TTM cards, autographs, collecting, and a whole lot more. And that means making bad NFL picks. That's our that's our whole lot more, guys. Um, we are happy that we are you're with us. My name is Jeff Baker. I have been your host of the program and joined by my co-host and friend, Mr. Drew Pelto, Mr. TTM myself. Drew, we wrapped up another show. We did. And, uh, you know, those NFL picks, I mean, if I remember right, two weeks ago, I got three right. Last week, I got four right. You know what that means for this week? Not a Too single right. one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens, though. I mean, it's fun to make those. So it's good to, good it to see. It gives us uh, a reason to watch these stupid games. Exactly, other than, yeah. Other than watch our home team, town team. So it's really fun. You know, we love. I love talking to you. I love having you on this show. Obviously, you're very passionate about collecting, and that's why – that's why we get along so well, and we hopefully you're, you're enjoying our repartee and enjoy the show, and uh, we love your feedback. If you want to send us any feedback, comments, questions, if you want to be a guest in the show, we're always looking for collectors who want to be a guest in the show, just send us a, a text line at 978-729-0662, or you can email us, and the email address is ttmcast at yahoo.com. Very cool. So uh, again, I want to congratulate Adam Jackson for winning our uh, contest. I want to thank Howard Margulies from sign.com for donating. That was very kind of him. Adam, congratulations. We want to thank Mr. Chris Winkles for joining us. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a great talking with him and uh, Drew will be, Chris Drew will be beating you up next week. 
<laughs> Hopefully, we'll get some, some more more cards back with this week. We can report next week. We also have uh, next week our uh, next show will be Sunday, December. We have Scott Rogowski, the America's Quiz Daddy himself. He's going to talk about his show, um, trivia show that he's got coming up. So we have all sorts of fun stuff. And then, as I said, Drew and I are working hard on some stuff for the new year. Hopefully, we'll uh, maybe we'll give a couple of our uh, gifts recommendations next week. Maybe we'll do TTM Castan approval gift recommendations next week. What do you think, Drew? That that, I like that could it, be a, a, a take. Um, and that's it, Drew. You got anything else you want to add before we sign off? Nope, I think that's about it. Uh, hopefully, well, I've been saying this the last couple of weeks. Hopefully, the mailbox are more full this week, and they haven't been yet. But I've I've, I've really got a feeling this time. Hopefully, that this week will be. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some more stuff coming in here soon. Yeah, I hope so as well. So, guys, again, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. We thank you for being with us. Uh, have a great week, and as always, wishing everyone many happy returns. We'll see you next week.